0: This is America, Bill. So I want you to live it up, stud man. This is the last summer blast. It's a fast life.
1: Great party, Bill. Thanks. It's a low life. Who wants I do. I do. It's a high life. It's a wild life.
0: Get motor running.
1: Head out on the highway.
0: Hi, I'm Bill Conrad, and you are
1: not interested. <laughs>
0: If you don't get out of here right now I'm gonna scream You won't scream I'll scream You won't scream You said you wanted an adventure I just can't believe it's with a cop
1: You almost got us killed Hey as soon as you're scared, you're dead.
0: You're the one who needed your freedom. Well, I didn't know that was an excuse for you to start going out with the entire male race. Born to be wild.
1: Now, from the creators of Fast Times at Richmond High... Ah! ...comes something even faster. Do you like to be my roommate?
0: I thought you'd never ask. They're doing it. It's casual. They're saying it. It's casual. They're living the wildlife. It's casual.
1: You are listening to Movie Sucktastic. all go fuck
0: yourselves we'll do it live we'll do it live fuck it do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> hello. hello 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 yeah it's I didn't, only been i didn't Forever. I didn't
0: forget to unmute my microphone this time. Ah.
1: You, you didn't... You never, Well, you just didn't mute it, right? I muted it. Oh, you Mr. did? Oh, I thought you were just Mr. being really
0: good. Mr. Accusatory. Okay. What?
1: <laughs>
0: well, Welcome to the latest episode of Movie Sucktastic.
1: Episode 111. Go ahead and make a wish. What? One, one, one? It is believed that multiple numbers... Of the same are good luck. Oh
0: yeah, I know people that believe that, yeah.
1: You should make a wish if you see, like, you know, if it's 2.22 in the afternoon, 11.11 at night, 5.55, whatever. If they're all the same, it's supposed to mean good luck. And you're supposed to make a wish when you see that. So you can make wishes all episode long. How about that?
0: I already made one.
1: (laughs) Hey, I didn't make the rules really what's your wish
0: <laughs> uh, if i if i tell you it might not come true
1: <laughs> oh, okay it's the risk we'll have to take anyway all right episode 111 coming right at you this week we're uh reviewing the uh, christopher penn machine the wildlife which was my movie challenge to you
0: yes yes it was Thank it you was, very much. and
1: uh, the connection was Leia Thompson from Red Dawn. I strictly just picked a actor-actress connection. Right. Now, this is a film I remember growing up with uh, in the 80s, and I remember my parents getting a copy of it from a friend who told them, this is a very funny film, you should watch it. And yeah. I remember, I remember sneaking the film, like watching it when they weren't around, uh, mainly because of the gratuitous sex, swearing, uh, specifically the uh, the strip club scene for uh, oh, Chris yes. Penn's character, his uh, bachelor party.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Stag. Stag party.
1: Stag party. Uh, specifically for that scene, especially when the girl with the giant jugs jumps in a big bowl of soapy water. <laughs> I thought it was was it milk? I, I uh,
0: thought it was milk. I, I can't, I'm not going to say it was milk.. Okay. I just assumed it was milk.:
1: It's probably milk then. Just because uh, she had
0: the big breasts, I thought that was the connection.
1: Hey, I always thought it was a th- like bath soapy bubbles. I, I, and again, I just watched the movie a week and a half ago.: Yeah, and I don't remember.
0: Arguing. I'm just saying that was my, that was my first impression. That's all.
1: Now, I remember uh, in the mom and pop shops. Uh, video stores that we used to go to, like the old Palmer videos and uh, Curry Home videos back in the day, there was a, 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 a section, saloon doors, you know, so to say. you know, That area of the store. Where that woman had other videos. But it was like softcore where she was doing like strip club stuff like that. But that those were the whole movies. Those were the whole... That was it. Just her being naked and running around on stage and whatnot. And a I always wanted to see him because of this movie, because I knew who she was only from this film. But apparently, she was very popular in the 80s for showing her breast Actually, I should find out her name. Yes, you should, if you're going to talk about her. If I'm going to talk about her like that.
0: Now, I've never seen the film before, but I had one of those... um... Uh, lost memory instances while I was watching the film. I right. do recall scenes from the film that I must have had hammered into my brain through television commercials. Mm-hmm. Specifically, uh, the headbutting,
1: The lighting when, the cigarette?
0: And, no, these are my... You don't oh, weigh okay. in. These are my memories. I don't know why you're suddenly jumping in there. I'm uh, just saying
1: that... This, okay, go ahead.
0: Anyway, my memory... That one memories. sticks out, that's all. Well, I would talk about me...
1: Mm. Let's talk. Let's talk about you. Go ahead. Go.
0: It's about me. It's all so, about you. <laughs> we're watching it again. The uh, the headbutting. I remember specifically from uh, like I had the flash. I've seen that scene like eighty, ninety times. Uh, the three guys crashing through the apartment wall. Mm-hmm. I recall yep. and specifically the helmet with the weights attached to it when he was doing setups. Yes. I I vividly recall seeing that over and over again back in that time period, and it must have been television commercials or HBO commercials playing nonstop. But I never actually saw the film until this past week because of you. you, Thanks to the wonders of YouTube, I was able to watch it pretty much wherever I was. That's cool. It's casual. It's casual.
1: It's casual! (laughs) I like... (laughs) Okay, I found out her name. It's Kitten... Natavidad. She's uh, from Chihuahua, Mexico.
0: It's pronounced Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yeah, that's,
1: yeah, that's okay. how it's pronounced. Oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah, she's done a lot of just your soft core stuff. The new Centaurians as a go-go dancer. Deep Jaws. <laughs> sheer. <laughs>
0: and Ooh. who didn't turn off their
1: phone? This is family. Give me one second. Really, really. Hello. We're gonna stop
0: the show for family. Hey, It's going? All right. What's up? We're doing a show. Apparently, we're not doing a show. Yeah. I I, I can just talk about the movie while Joey wanders off to talk to whoever. I, my phone is actually turned off, by the way, because I'm a professional. Anyway, so the, fil- the film, the wildlife, which we were talking about before Joey was so rudely interrupted. Is uh, uh, basically this this pointless film about a group of teenagers? It's written by Cameron Crowe, uh, right on the heels of the success of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So I guess the idea was awesome. that doing that about high school, and then this is about kind of like uh, leaving high school. Even though only one of the, one or two of the people in the film is actually out of high school, the rest other half of the characters are still high school students, and we follow this uh, I guess three different storylines. One surrounding Chris Penn and his uh, failed attempts at in, uh, engaging his girlfriend and pretty much following on his reckless lifestyle. Sorry. And compare that. Oh, I'm sorry. We, Joey, do you want to jump in here?
1: Sorry. It's family. <laughs> I, 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 had to, I had to answer it. Yeah. I'm keeping <laughs> my phone on this evening uh, on, on the, ju- just because of things like that. I thought it was something else, but it's not.
0: On the other, and then his friend, Eric, Eric Stolz's character, Bill, is the opposite of him. Uh, he's kind of like very.
1: Responsible.
0: Responsible. He's just getting his first apartment. He's trying to move on. And he's actually trying to distance himself from his past girlfriend, whereas Chris Penn is trying to propose to his girlfriend. And then there's this whole meandering subplot with uh, the kid from uh, Weird Science.
1: Oh, yeah. Um...
0: Ian, Ian, Mitchell, Ian, Ian Mitchell Smith. Who yep. uh, is this Vietnam obsessed teenager who goes around blowing shit up?
1: Yeah, confused, uh, social outcast, so to say. Um, I don't know.
0: Confused? Yeah. I th- I, th- I think he was like the most together guy in the whole film. You know, in- intentionally. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, I would say confused for some things. You know, it just I mean, he, as as doesn't.
0: As far as his glorification of war, yeah, obviously. Yeah.
1: Um, But, you know, like I said, I, I grew up with this film in the 80s, and even though I know it's not a very good film, I have a soft spot for this movie. I don't. To, don't ask me why. Well, you can ask me why. I have a soft spot for it. I, won't. I, I, I like it. I like this movie for some reason. Well, what do I, you like I, about it? I don't know. I just like that. Fast Times at Ridgemont High type film that this is definitely uh, derived from. I mean, a, a lot. as a matter of fact, Cameron Crowe, he wrote the screenplay for this film, who he also wrote the screenplay for Fast Times oh, see, at Ridgemont I, High. I
0: already, I, already, I already mentioned that when you walked away.
1: Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why the movies are kind of similar. That's why Christopher Penn, not Sean Penn is in this one. I, I, I bet they did that purposely. But I... I think the film wasn't liked as much back then because they probably thought it was just ripping off Fast Times at Ridgemont High, even though they're two very different films. Because really? Christopher Penn is in this one, not Sean Penn. He's playing not a you know a guy who gets high. He has it a little bit more together than that. But I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I think if this film okay. was released like it could be. But it's not because of the the copyright uh, problems they have with all the music in the movie. That is the reason why you can't find this movie anywhere. You can find it used online on VHS. And if you can get your hands on a Laserdisc, if anyone still has a Laserdisc player, you can get it that way. And that's it. That's it. I mean, the copy that we're, uh, we're, we're shown in the back is the Laserdisc copy. So... I mean, and, the, and it's not that clear either. So, you can only imagine what the VHS tape looks like. My um, my
0: my favorite, my favorite part of watching this on YouTube was when it's the, the movie stopped halfway through, and then suddenly it's at side B.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, oh, I remember doing that a lot. Yeah, that was the good old days.
1: And well, yeah. I don't remember doing that that often because I had to get up to flip my discs.
0: <laughs> I, you know, you know what I mean. As just as far as seeing the side yeah. B, having that's.
1: I did upgrade yeah, a player a- later on that did it for me. Well, mm-hmm. Actually, actually, didn't flip the disc; it just spun the laser around to the other side. Um, that's the only movement inside the machine. That's your tech tip with Joey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was fun when I when it went to uh, blue screen. That you know, just that uh, that blue screen we all know and love. If anyone owned a laser disc or even used the input. On their VCR, you got that blue, 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 and it said switching, or side B. It's very, very Mm -hmm.
0: cool. I I have to disagree with it totally. I I find no reason to uh, feel any kind of soft spot or any other kind of spot uh, regarding this film. I I, I personally was never into the teen comedies of that time period to begin with. mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, save for some exceptions, ironically enough, stuff like Porky's, uh, which I think has a little bit more going for it, and also, uh, but stuff like this, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I never really cared for. It's got some moments, but for the most part, it's just an excuse to show naked teenage girls. Not that I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, the whole film just seems like thrown together at the last minute. You've got a, a eerily similar Spicoli character. Yeah. Almost like, let's take the Spicoli character and just make him less stupid so he can actually function outside you know, and, and carry a storyline instead of being a, a running gag. And then the the your typical uh, uptight nerdish responsible guy, and then just just throw in some wild card to throw around to to, to fill to fill in time, going back and forth between these two love stories. And there's really, I mean, the, most of the dialogue is not inspired to, to say the least. Now Cameron Crowe went on to write one of my favorite, and a lot of people's favorites, romantic comedies from the '80s. Say anything.
1: Mm, true.
0: And yes. and that. When you compare the dialogue and Say Anything to the dialogue in this... It's only two years removed as well. Exactly. So I I really get the feeling this film was rapidly thrown together with no real concern. I don't even think... I mean, I get the feeling that Cameron Crowe didn't care too much about this movie. It was just, okay, we're going to jump on the success. Let's crank something out. I don't see a lot of devotion. I see some good ideas in here, but none of it carried through uh, to a satisfying end.
1: Well, two things with that. I mean, you're right. Uh, it's either A, no. fast times, and this were probably written around the same time because the films are similar with their style, because mm-hmm. Crow wrote both movies, or right. B, he was probably contracted to, you know, maybe two three movie picture deal to write, and he wrote fast times, and he wrote this, but by the time he got to this, you're right, he probably kind of threw it together and rushed it. And then well, he was able to do something close to his heart with Say Anything, and that's why that is so much, you know, that everything is better well, as far as writing to dialogue to uh, the film itself.
0: And, and well, everything, it's all speculation, obviously. We're just going off yeah. of how what we feel. But if we look at the uh, Fast Times of Ridgemont came out in 82, then you got Wildlife in 84. That's a quick-ass turnaround to go to a sequel when you talk about, screen, you know, okay, the movie did great. We need to do uh, something similar to it without doing a real sequel. Uh, so you got you're throwing a script together, you're getting a production together, get a bunch of na- names thrown in together, young up and coming names. It's you know it's it's almost a carbon copy of Fast Times, and then from that point on, you've got uh, from '84, say anything comes out in '89, so there you see a slowdown. You know he's he's made his bones so to speak. Now he's going into all right. Now I'm not making a third one of these crappy things.
1: Oh wow, I thought Say Anything was '86, but I was thinking of no. other. I was thinking Better Off Dead with John Cusack. That was '86.
0: It's, it's You mixed up Cusack's, yes.
1: I'm i I'm mixed. Up. <laughs> yeah, and then pretty much from say anything, he as far as a writer goes, he's pretty much hit after hit after hit. But, but I mean sp- everyth-
0: space, but spaced out here and there. It's scattered. He's not, you know. He's yeah, he's not pumping
1: them out like he did his first two films.
0: He's a producer. He's, he's a director. He's he's doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, three
1: four uh, years between projects, almost on every one.
0: But you can tell just watching this film that it was a okay. Let's just throw the shit together and, and make the money now. So mm-hmm. while and and don't forget, this is also when the video era was just coming out. Was just so I mean, right now all of a sudden they're thinking, okay, when Fast Times is out in a, in a video, we need to have something in the theaters reminiscent of it.
1: Right. Yeah. It basically reminds everybody. It's like if you love this. You'll love this. And doesn't it yeah. say something like that in the movie poster, too?
0: Oh, it, oh yeah. It, it says, says,
1: from the creators of Fast Times of Ridgemont High, something even faster.
0: Faster, which it's not. No. It's not faster, no.
1: And I love it at the bottom of the poster. Coming soon to select theaters. <laughs> <laughs> select theaters.
0: Yeah, so, I, I mean, Man, I disagree totally with you know, as far going as Go into the movies.
1: Go into going the movies, even as, as, as far back as 15 years ago, it was such a more personal experience.
0: Oh, let's not get into this. This will turn into a whole episode.
1: I know, I know. But it really was. I mean, I, I don't ever get the feelings that I did going to a movie like I used to as little as 15 years or more, 20 years. Uh, just nowadays, it's just something to do. It feels a lot more like something to do. Because you're an uh, adult. Yeah, it's probably. I don't know. You were probably right. Well, anyway, let's not get a harp on that.
0: Exactly. I want to, I want to point out a couple of things. The only thing that thrilled me more than having Randy Quaid appear as the, the <laughs> Vietnam
1: vet, the junkie vet.
0: The, oh, yeah. The only thing that thrilled me more than that was having um, Leah Thompson's uh, cop boyfriend being Ellis.
1: <laughs> Diehard. Hans. Bubby. Bubby. <laughs> I'm your white knight. <laughs> <laughs> How about Rick Moranis?
0: Yeah, well, I'm not surprised though. 80s, I mean, SCTV well, was taken off, so he, they were they were shooting, putting him in anything they could. That I, was, mean, they're, but, they're, I mean, there there
1: are so many recognizable faces in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got everybody from Leah Thompson, Eric Stoltz, even Christopher Penn, Rick Moranis. You got Randy Quaid. You got Michael Bowen. Uh, you know, you got a whole bunch oh, of fucking oh, people. Eric Stoltz. I think I said that the guy already. Was Charlene guy, Finn?
0: Did you say Who's Michael who? Bowen?
1: Michael Bowen, yeah. He's from uh, uh, right. uh, I'm, I'm Night of the Comet. Now,
0: yes. Now, what I'm looking at is uh, the guy, uh, the, the cable the cable installer.
1: Oh, yeah, that guy.
0: Lee Ving. Uh, Lee I Ving. saw him because whenever I see him, <laughs> all I think of is, hey, that's Mr. Body from Clue. Yeah. <laughs> I swear he's been in a shitload of stuff. Every time I see him, that's all I think of. His clue,
1: yeah.
0: It's just, and actually, he hasn't been in a shitload of stuff. He's been in a few things. I take that back. I I just, I just brought up his his actor list. It's like, oh, okay, not as much as I remember.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and more importantly, the liquor store clerk, the one that tells Christopher Penn that uh, the Christopher Penn he can't buy the alcohol because he basically said he fucked his sister. That's Who's Dean that? Devlin,
0: which is
1: the fucking multi-built, you know, blockbuster producer of films like Independence Day, uh, Stargate, Godzilla, Eight-Legged Freaks. Uh, what else did he do? He did. Um, they're doing uh, the, the new Independence Day re- uh, reboot, but Dean Devlin, uh, he did um, the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Okay, yeah. Dean Devlin is a major, major movie producer these days.
0: I'll, I'll he's do you he's the one, one of the
1: most recognizable movie producers working. And he was like some shitty liquor store clerk in this movie. Incredible.
0: Uh, 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 oh, oh, okay. Now that I see pictures of him as an old man, I recognize him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'll go, I'll do one better. How about when uh ian fucking what ian mitchell, mitchell smith, smith goes to goes to the, the army navy store the military store and then ben uh ben stein is trying to sell him uh yeah. fake fake vietnam vet jackets
1: he goes yeah i should well what did, what was randy quaid's name in the movie but he's just like i should bring him here what a joke <laughs>
0: well he didn't even mention his name he didn't mention his name in that scene
1: or i should bring he my just, friend uh, here yeah
0: yeah i got a, I, I got a friend here was a vet i should bring him here and I think that what they were going through through the whole film is that, that that they think that you're supposed to think he's making the guy up.
1: They were definitely shooting for that,
0: right? And uh, you know, what? and uh, it's that it's that character. When I say like the film, I feel unfulfilled by the end of this movie. There's two major storylines that could they could have done so much more with, and would have made uh, if and if they had like focused more on that, it would have been a more interesting film, or even focused more on them and had them cross somewhere in the middle. Is the Chris Penn character as this kind of sociopathic user uh, that just feeds off everybody and manipulates everybody, and it keeps doing it until it comes to a head, kind of like a population uh, twelve, uh fuck, I forget the name of the book, fourteen oh eight, something like that. I mean that kind of thing, where like this just this cold, cynical guy is charming everybody, and then he just keeps building lie upon lie until it all explodes in his face. Right. And then, and then the idea of this young kid without a father figure latching onto this like just this heroin addict ex-vietnam vet or vietnam vet in the accident and uh just channeling that that need for uh, a purpose in life into acts of defiance and violence i wanted to see that come to a head not peter <laughs> out to oh i guess i'll go back to school now
1: right <laughs> i Dean mean devlin was a just... real genius he played milton why does that why does that character sound so familiar?
0: Milton? Well Milton's a very popular name.
1: But he played Milton in in Real Genius. He was probably one of the lab rats.
0: The one thing but you're I right, watched, I would
1: I would see that story, sure. With him fucking fucking up his life, just, doing something well, stupid.
0: And, and the film opens with that and I really just it doesn't go anywhere. Like they, they he Cameron Cameron Crow put all of these put these interesting characters with that, like multifaceted interesting characters in there and then just did a Fast Times with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and so that's, I, th- I think it's why I don't like the film and why I, I don't have a soft spot for everything because I keep waiting for it to become something more than Fast Times, which it you had the potential to be, and instead of just it's, and, and instead of becoming more than that, it's just less than that Fast Times, because at least Fast Times uh, knew it was an ensemble film. There's not enough there's not enough storylines in this movie to make it an ensemble film, yet there's enough characters and actors in it to give the impression of ensemble film, and it just falls apart for me there. I'm not—I don't think I'm reading too deep into it. i, I you know—I I get the the attraction of uh, you know watching underage girls undress <laughs> and dress. I. Uh... How about that scene where Le- uh, uh, Leah Thompson is like dressing in the background, and they have like, the, the sh- just the quick shots of her putting on her body stocking and stuff.
1: Uh, uh, that's not Leah Thompson. That's uh, that's was it her friend. You're talking about her friend, the one from Pink Floyd's oh, her, The Wall.
0: No, her friend was in the makeup mirror, and then Leah Thompson was behind her putting on the sexy outfit.
1: Oh, I remember. Yes, you right. don't. Yeah.
0: Don't, I, yeah. No, I was watching the right pair of legs. Yes, and that. I, mean, I have to actually I'll,
1: switch out the video because this part has full breast shot, and I'm sure <laughs> that uh, will we'll be <laughs> we'll get thrown off of YouTube for having nudity. There we go. Um,
0: they, there's no nudity on YouTube. No. No.
1: Best you can do is breast exams.
0: <laughs> I can't. Oh, YouTube I was, the can't one take thing... those videos
1: off because they're educational. So what people do is they get around I, that. Their loopholes are to get attractive women to do breast exams. I was <laughs> same just double thing checking. they do yeah. with the uh, they do. Uh, dyno I I was, exams just, as well.
0: I was just double checking. Uh, the wildlife is Ben Stein's film debut. Oh God! So I was wondering if it was if this had happened after Ferris Bueller. No, this is before Ferris Bueller. This is yeah, the first year film.
1: Ferris. So yeah. after he was so Nixon's s- writer for a while, he decided to uh, to do this.
0: <laughs> it went it went right from Nixon screenwriter to bit parts in Hollywood films. Ah, Which worked out for him. So I can't really oh, argue with the. It, uh, it did. Stuff. At least he's not doing a fucking uh, political talk show.
1: He's like the Ugh, only one. Not yet. I'm sure they'll convince him at some point. Yeah, um, I th- I,
0: I, I, no, I, I think he kind of. I think that ship kind of sailed after it did Ben Stein's money win Ben Stein's money.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, after that, yeah, that, no, that, after that, you can't you can't host a a, a, a panel of of uh, of like political. Uh, fucking talking people, I don't know. You can't host a, a, a <laughs> panel of, of talking heads, talking heads. And, and, not, and not expect one of them to, to bring up, oh, so anyway, how you, know how you still talk to Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, fuck you.
1: <laughs> you know, the one thing I kept thinking about repeatedly while watching this film is right. that the performance that Eric Stoltz delivers in this movie, I just keep, keep getting the feeling that it is pretty much the exact performance that he gave in Back to the Future before they decided to go with Michael J. Fox. I don't know mm-hmm. if, you, if you knew that they filmed over half the film with Eric Stoltz.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of the stills.
1: Yeah. They refused to release the footage, even though Just it stupid. is so many years removed. I mean, it's almost 30 years. There's really they, no reason
0: not to release that footage.
1: Well, their their claim is that they don't want to embarrass Eric Stoltz because they feel his performance is not very good.
0: Hey, well, they second, don't they don't come on.
1: out and say that. What I think they're really trying to say is everyone knows and loves the Michael J. Fox performance and character, and to show anything else might make Eric Stoltz look have him look in a bad light. And I think that's completely the opposite. I think people will embrace it to show this is what, at least movie buffs anyway, to show that this is what this movie could have been. Not that the Back to the Future film is bad. It's a great movie. But this is what it could have been like. And I think first people all, would be interested in seeing that.
0: Yeah, all right, first of all, Eric Stoltz was in The Wildlife, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's that's bad enough as it is. What else hmm. was he in? Sister, Sister. There's a classic for you. Uh, the Fly 2. Im- he did The Fly 2. You're not going to embarrass him. <laughs>
1: I still like the flight, too. Shut up. I do. The dog scene gets me every time. I can't watch it.
0: It's not a real dog, Joey.
1: I know it's not. It's, hey, you know what? Suspension of disbelief. It's it's the emotion of if it was a real dog. It, it gets me every single okay. time. He did Killing Zoe and Pulp Fiction.
0: Well, of course he did Killing Zoe and Pulp Fiction, yeah. Uh, but
1: they were only no, a year apart. An- they, were, they were both he, he uh, Tarantino machines, like,
0: it was an anaconda.
1: Yes, he was. There,
0: <laughs> done. Release, done. release the footage. <laughs> it's not the fucking Zapruder film. Come on, I want to see Eric Stoltz at uh, you know uh, with uh, Doc.
1: Unfortunately, I think not. Not that he'll have to pass away. I think that's silly, but I think they might even go in that direction. You might not see this footage for decades.
0: Bullshit! Bullshit! We demand it now. You know I what? If you're, ma- not gonna show it, if you're not going to show the footage, stop fucking talking about it. Don't, don't put stills from the footage on the uh, Back to the Future special edition DVD and then say, oh, but we're not going to show you the footage. Lucky.
1: Oh, I love the landlord. He's on the screen now. That's the, 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 the porno producer from Boogie Nights, the one that gets caught with child porn.
0: Oh, that's right. I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> I recognize him from something else, too. What was, oh, I, hold on, hold on. I reckon, but I love it. It's was... my weakness. Oh, wait, 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 I don't touch him. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Was he. He's the guy from. Uh, he's the, the arms dealer from Hot Stuff. Am I correct? Oh, shit. What's his name? What's his name?
1: Uh, that, I'll, I'll, is, I'll pull it up real Mr. quick. Park?
0: What was the I character's name in there?
1: I, th- I think you're right. Um, I think I'm
0: right too, but I need confirmation on this. Let's see. Kiss my name? ass. That'd take a week. <laughs> uh, I don't know his you? name in the film. He's he's just the. Uh, I thought it might be. Uh, we can't have dead air while we're doing this, Joey. One yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's okay. It's okay. Um, shit. It he's Jack- got to be. Uh,
0: it's not Jack Kehoe. I'm thinking of somebody else.
1: No, 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 no. I think it's Bryn Berliner. I think his name was Tony, right? No. no, he no looks, definitely he looks like no. A... You know what? Why am I killing myself? I'm just going to go to Boogie Nights on IMDb. He's much easier to that... find in there. There
0: <laughs> you go. You can do that.
1: I mean, and I... fucking Boogie Nights is, well, what was he? The Commissioner? What did they call him?
0: I don't know. It's been ages since I watched that. After, after Magnolia. I, I typed
1: team. Booby Nights oh. by accident.
0: <laughs> and you probably—that's a different film entirely.
1: It's a Fro- Freudian slip.
0: I mean, beyond that, there's really the not kernel. much. Colonel. Have... His name
1: was the Colonel. I think his was okay. the Colonel.
0: While you're looking Let's that see. up, what I'm saying all is right. that I just—beyond that, I really don't have much else to say about the film. Uh, I really—it's—it's it's, it's the sum its its parts are more than the sum of its whole, or the reverse of whatever it's supposed to be. It's like you have all these great actors that went on to do great things and it's cool to see them in the film but but the film itself is just forgettable except for those few little gems those jewel points that could have been a better story a better film and
1: just didn't come through all right his name in the film was craig davis and his name was the colonel in boogie night's what year did fucking hot stuff come out? Was that like 79, 80?
0: That's 70. That's around, uh, that's, uh, around uh, Burt Reynolds' time.
1: God, Early so 70s? Like late late 70s? 70s? Late 70s. Let's see. Super Goop. Wonderbug. Bob Wonder Wonderbug! <laughs> he was in Wonderbug. That's Anx- He was in high anxiety.
0: False Whenever Gordon. you're near.
1: Swap meat.
0: High anxiety. Smurfs. It's around that high anxiety time period. Read faster. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm already in the 80s. I don't see hot stuff.
0: Damn, he looks just like him. Yeah. What was the, what was the guy's name again?
1: Craig Davis.
0: Craig Davis. I'm going to double check just to make sure in case okay. you're just having trouble reading.
1: Well, he's been in a lot of shit, so it's like all mixed in there. He's done a lot of TV, too. I fucking love you got anything hot else stuff.
0: Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about
1: the movie? Not really. Um, it's just I think I think it should be given a chance. No. Make your own decision of whether or not. If you, I mean, go to YouTube. Oh
0: well, everybody. The video has only
1: been on, the video has Hold only on. been on YouTube a little while.
0: Dude, dude, what what is this like the the, the defense rests? Everybody makes what? the decision. When they watch the film. I'm just saying. Do you have anything else to say about the movie itself?
1: Not really. No, I mean we kind of just said it all. It, it No, it, it's... It, you know, It's not a deep film in any means, by any means, I should say.
0: It, it's uh, got those moments where it could have been, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean... When you drag the Vietnam War into it and you're not laughing, you're, you're going for deep. And it just... Pull, it's like it pulled its punch. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even be surprised after watching, seeing Say Anything and seeing what he was trying to do there. I, I could even see him handing in a script and say, okay, look, I've taken, I've taken these... Teenagers and I've, I've taken them somewhere else and I'm going. Well, there's not enough tits in this. What are you talking about? And <laughs> why is this? Why is this kid go on like a rampage at the end and get killed? What this isn't funny. <laughs>
1: so tone <laughs> it back down. Yeah. No, he was not in hot stuff, unfortunately.
0: Damn it, he looked just like him. All right.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to find close. the actor in hot stuff. If there's a picture of him, anyway. Anyway, eh. Oh well. Yeah.
0: Now 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 so I'm gonna give you a challenge first.
1: Okay, see if I can guess but, it.
0: But also uh what we're gonna do after this is I was talking to Joey at some point and uh uh and we'll talk about this and other romantic comedies of the eighties and, and I, I have the idea that it would be so much better if we took these romantic comedies from the eighties Right. All of them have plots that could easily be turned into like dark suspense
1: thrillers. Oh God, that's right. We were doing that tonight.
0: <laughs> we, <laughs> I guess, we were doing that tonight.
1: <laughs> I've Had a lot on my mind.
0: <laughs> well, I, I can go through my choices if, if, you, uh, if you want to play along.
1: Yes, let's do that. Fuck. Right, I'm sorry, of, dude.
0: That's okay. That's all right. I've got, I've got plenty of material to spread around. But uh, uh, before we go through that, I want to give my movie challenge. Okay. And uh, I thought long and hard about this. (laughs)
1: Long and hard. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) And uh, I'm not going by actor. Okay. I'm not not going by plot or theme.
1: Oh. Musical score? (laughs) Convertible convertible
0: there's a convertible in this film and there's a convertible in your challenge for next episode
1: it's not fort fairlane is it
0: no thank god it is not a fort fairlane
1: okay i am
0: not i am not ready for that no okay
1: (laughs) can he say god fuck my christ on the air (laughs)
0: And, and besides, you you know my feeling about like reviewing bad comedies. I, I I it's more of a taste thing, so I don't normally try to. I normally don't like to challenge you to straight comedies. Okay. So it's so uh, I'll I'll give you another shot if you want, but I don't think you're going to guess it.
1: Is there a, a convertible in uh, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke?
0: Well, that's a comedy, and I just said I, I don't like.
1: Uh, oh yeah. Oh okay. I thought you were giving me more of a dramatic comedy theme. Okay, so there's a convertible. Yes. It's obviously not Pulp Fiction, because we, we wouldn't review that on our show. I, it's a I great didn't look at what
0: year it is. Here, I'll, I'll tell you the year too, just so. Uh, okay. It's it's in there. It's in that range. I don't think it's '80s. It is '80s. It's the '80s film. 1987. 87.
1: Yes. Convertible. Yes. <sighs> without.
0: Without looking. Without looking.
1: I'm not looking. I'm Obviously, I'm not looking. Can I have any other hints other than a convertible? I mean, is it really that apparent? I should be. I should guess it just based oh. on that alone?
0: No, you're not going to guess it.
1: Well, that's the whole point. I want to try and guess it.
0: I know, but you're not going to. Yeah, tell you what. I'll tell you this. The convertible is on the movie poster.
1: Is it Wise Guys?
0: No, it is not Wise Guys. That's a good guess, though.
1: <laughs> then I don't know. But again...
0: But again, another comedy, and I said I don't like.
1: I, I I know, but it's the only thing All I right. can think of. It came out the same year, so.
0: Uh, how about this? It takes place in Los Angeles.
1: Okay. That's it's it. It's about a
0: cop. It's about a cop.
1: It's about a cop. Los Angeles.
0: Los Angeles cop. Tracking down drug dealers
1: not to live and die in L.A., is it?
0: No, you wish it was to live and die in L.A. I know,
1: that's a great fucking movie. I'd have a hard time reviewing that. I can't shit on that movie. It's a cop.
0: There's a rumored sex scene.
1: Oh, no, Fatal Beauty?
0: (laughs) Yes, Fatal Beauty.
1: (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) All you had to do was say rumored sex scene.
0: I know, that's why I saved that for last. I knew you'd get it with that. (laughs) Yes, um, there is
1: a rumored sex scene with Whoopi Goldberg and Sam Elliott. Uh, yeah. That was r- removed from the movie. It was done. The scene was filmed and everything, as far as the rumors supposedly.
0: go. S- supposedly, yes. Yeah, as
1: far as the rumors go, that scene was filmed, done, and uh, ready to go. And it was removed at the last minute. Uh, their ex- I think their excuse was they didn't. they felt that it was too explicit, blah, blah, blah. And what I think they were really saying... Is that A people don't want to see, see a sex scene <laughs> with Whoopi Goldberg or B, people couldn't handle a sex scene, a black woman and, and a white man. People I don't think were that. hey, come on. I this this country is is a little weird when it comes to that stuff.
0: Okay, all right. maybe especially maybe if you're the,
1: screening it in the flyover states.
0: I was about to say, maybe in the flyover states you got a point. Uh now, I, I now normally I would not have any desire to see Sam Elliott drag his mustache across Whoopi Goldberg's thigh. Oh! But the fact that it's been—if it has been filmed and it has been denied to me as a filmmaker, film, film goer—I need to see it now. <laughs> I never had a desire to 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 watch uh, those two particular actors uh, make the Beast with no backs or two backs. <laughs> No backs would be very... Uh, that's even more disturbing. Uh, I, I had no desire until it was rumored, and now I need to see it.
1: The now name's, to... name's Conniger. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, he, uh, there was a, a point in time, and he kind of still is in that mode, where he was just in Western mode. It's like, I grew the mustache. I may as well fucking do a Western or two. <laughs> Everything yeah. from Tombstone to Conniger to... It's the beef. It's what's for fucking dinner commercials.
0: Western cop biker. That's really what he said for himself. That's it. And he does it well. So, yeah, your your challenge is Fatal uh, Beauty.
1: Uh-huh. I haven't seen that movie in a long fucking time. A long fucking time.
0: Now, speaking of <laughs> disturbing, mm. uh, since you didn't prepare yours, I have my... Uh, suggestions here. Just rub it in. It's okay. Now, now I didn't do... Uh, the original discussion we had, I, I'd given it an, as an example, uh, Dirty Dancing, okay. which I didn't write up because I figured we'd just talk about it. And so my example for Dirty Dancing was, take the whole romantic, romantic comedy part out, and what you have is uh, this this gigolo that works the, the uh, resorts... Kind of, you know, and just conning these women through in, with his sexual charms, and and like making them him like his like his little love slaves, but then he runs into the one girl he does it with, and with the protective father, and he takes everything a bit too far, and it all backfires on him, and it's like this dark uh, psychological mind games. That's a pretty twisted film. Sure. And much better than. Yeah. And actually, and actually, the, the most famous line of the film also works in that nobody puts. Be- Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> Suddenly, it's got a creepier tone to it.
1: Sure, I could, I could, I could feel the music coming in from the background on that. Yeah, it's like. So I had a couple. Actually, it's more Friday the Thirteenth, but you get more what like I'm straight going.
0: Straight horror with. film, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so here's a couple Nobody. other examples I wrote up real quick. Uh, let's see, Bill Durham.
1: Bill Durham.
0: Or Bull Durham. I'm sorry, Bull Durham. Sorry. <laughs> Sh- shut up! Shut up! It's a stupid. No, 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 name no, no! Can...
1: No, call it <laughs> Bill Durham. <laughs> it's a stupid name to begin with. Call it Bill Durham, and have Durham. him as the as as the character. Sure, he goes so, around hurting people
0: with no, baseball no, bats. A, a, <laughs> oh, even even better. Every year, a minor league baseball player is found dead under mysterious circumstances. This year, Bull Durham meets an amorous black widow and discovers the source of those mysterious deaths firsthand. <laughs> so she's sleeping I... with minor league players every year, but then she's also killing them afterwards. Oh. See, I just, that's a spoiler alert for the ending of that. There you go. Uh, then let's say Splash.
1: Sure. lovable Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah movie.
0: Yeah, let's take Disney and make it a little more uh, Innsmouth, Lovecraftian. A young boy is traumatized by underwater creatures he imagines he sees during a near-death drowning experience. Years later, he's a successful businessman and is suddenly approached by a beautiful woman who claims to have met him as a child. He falls for her despite her odd mannerisms and mysterious background. But then, a government-based scientific research group approaches him. All is not what it appears to be. He wasn't just imagining those aquatic monsters years ago and now they've come back for him
1: <laughs> now does the line bocce balls does that get to stay
0: sure i, I you can make that bachi balls <laughs> bachi balls you can still have the quirky scientist but just, but now it's he's like the comic relief instead of the uh pratfalls of the whole comic movie <laughs> let me see uh, can't buy me love
1: oh patrick dempsey remember that one sure with the telescope Goes to a girl's party. She gets wine. Gets drunk wine or whatever all over it. She needs to buy another one. But Patrick Dempsey has saved money to buy a telescope and in turn gives it to her to buy the exact same jacket that belongs to her mother. But in return, she pretends he asks her to pretend to be uh, uh, her boyfriend and make him popular. And it works. And then they end up falling for each other anyway.
0: Right. So in my version... Can't can't buy me love. <laughs> exploiting exploiting a popular girl's desperate need for money, a socially awkward nerd bribes her into pretending to be his girlfriend for the school year. As his popularity grows and his pride and self confidence, so does his affection for the girl and his belief in the charade that they're performing. When the school year what the hell did I do? When the school year
1: uh grows so comes far, towards it's it sounds like the exact movie. <laughs>
0: When the school year comes towards the end, she expresses a uh-huh. desire to end the act, which threatens to shatter the nerd's new found reality. By the time the senior prom arrives, desperation, obsession, and betrayal will explode in a night that all will remember.
1: Oh, okay. So it's like one violent night.
0: In this one, she turns out to be the good guy, and he, gl- he grows darker and more obsessed with him. Then it all spearheads at the, at the, uh, the prom, because he won't f- let go.
1: The final conclusion. Mine. Mine. Alright, cool.
0: Better movie. Let's see. uh, Arthur. (laughs) Okay. An emotionally unstable billionaire playboy with deeply rooted mother issues becomes infatuated with a lower class waitress, stalking her despite her continuous rejections of his affection. Mm -hmm. Uh, She finds that his wealthy connections prevent her from she finds that his wealthy connections prevent her from obtaining help from the authorities, yet she continues to resist his, uh, his uh, advances until his obsession leads him to have her kidnapped and brought to their high-society wedding. Mm-hmm. And ironically, still get Russell Brand to play the character <laughs> in my version. And, it'll, and this time it'll actually work.
1: I can see that, sure. All right what else you got
0: and i and i i was gonna i, I should have had you give the uh, the real synopsis of it before i get got into that but i think everybody knows arthur uh but do that for me for mannequin what, what's the movie mannequin what's that about
1: mannequin okay mannequin uh you have a uh, a store uh, was he a clerk or just a manager well anyway he works in a store and one He's of the like mannequins. yeah or yeah he sets up the the sets for stages the the mannequins well one of them played by kim cattrall comes to life and nobody else can see her but him and no one believes him and all that and whatnot but they end up having a relationship and hilarity ensues when he's just carrying her around the store telling people that she's alive and they don't believe him and he sets her up oh come on do something and she's just standing still uh, but they end up, it's a romantic comedy, they end up falling in love at the end, and everyone sees that she is, in fact, real. What was it, what was that? It was like, uh, she could only come alive when no one was, else was in the store?
0: I don't even remember what the I, It was,
1: that was, I think that came out in 87 as well.
0: Yeah, and then they ripped but it I, off for of that, Nic- that Nickelodeon TV show, Today's Special.
1: Uh, actually, I think Today's Special got ripped off by Mannequin.
0: Good. They deserve
1: to. <laughs> you know, I used to do that um, in the TV guide. They would always say what the magic word for today's special was. Ah. Uh-huh. And I would always look it up ahead of time. And I always used to tell my sister that I was psychic. And I, it's like, it's like <laughs> I'll prove it. Today's magic word is cheese. <laughs> and then the show would come on, and it would say today's magic word is cheese. And she believed it for a long time, till she, till I told her that, hey, dummy. Looking look the TV, God.
0: And that she never trusted you again.
1: Uh, she had a lot of chances not to trust me. I don't know why that one was any different. <laughs> All right, the my laser just just switched sides. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Side B. Side B. Um, in my version of Mannequin, mm-hmm. an, introverted young, an introverted young artist is forced to take on a job dressing windows at a high-end department store. As he sinks into a depression over not being able to connect with people or pursue his art, he begins building a fantasy life around a display mannequin that takes on more human qualities the further he sinks into his manic obsession. And it, it really plays the exact same way, except the people around him aren't amused, and at the end, instead of her coming to life, they uh, he either kills himself or they, they drag him away.
1: <laughs> Put him in a straitjacket.
0: And if he kills himself, he, take, he takes the, uh, the, the, the black crossdresser with him. Hmm accidentally he doesn't mean to kill he doesn't mean to kill him her yeah
1: the 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 black the black guy the flamboyant black guy they really went over the top with him they tried to make him the the over-the-top you know funny friend and let's be
0: fair in the 80s that that's what modern america thought of as gay homosexuals
1: yeah that is true
0: boy george all that stuff when if that was the only way, this is—we're talking Reagan America here. That was the only way Reagan America, Reagan white America, could really conceptualize what a gay person was. It's the wacky person that dresses funny and talks with a strange voice. Hmm. It's probably one of the one of the worst gay stereotypes from the '80s, and that's and that's from a long list. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, going back the wild to the wildlife. One of my favorite lines when he's talking about his friends. Maybe I'll ask him to move in. No, man, he moved to California. He's a fag now. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Just moved to the West Coast, and there you go. You know, I was uh, just thinking this this movie is on YouTube, and um, there's breasts in it. There's yeah, there's total me, nudity. That's
0: why. It, just, that's why. It, when, that's why. When you said that you can't have breasts on YouTube, I was like, really? Because I just watched
1: this on YouTube. What are you? T-? Well, what I think has happened is uh, it probably hasn't gotten caught yet. It was only literally released like a month ago.
0: I I never heard the no breasts rule because, I mean, you can can have red band trailers on YouTube so you can have uh, violence and swearing and everything.
1: Let's put it this way. I didn't even have to sign into YouTube to, uh, to say that this is a mature film. You know when it has explicit content, even when you watch a red band trailer, it makes you sign in. Didn't have to do yeah. that with this. I think this one's flying under the radar, at least for a little while, Good. and then I think it will get pulled. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, they'll pull it when people start actually watching it. Yeah. How, right. how many hits are on that? How many hits are on this?
1: You know what? Maybe last I looked, it was like. Two hundred.
0: Yeah, no one's watching. It's just us. After, after. Yeah, after but you know what? Watch,
1: out, watch. We'll get flagged.
0: <laughs> after our show goes out, uh, we'll probably raise that number by twenty or thirty yeah. for all the people playing the home game.
1: Let's see. Um, oh wow, two thousand views. It's gone up a little see? bit. See, just just hearing that we were going to do a show about this
0: had the number skyrocketing.
1: I think you're right. Twenty-seven what? likes, zero dislikes.
0: That's insane. I'm gonna put a dislike on there just, just, just so it, it can be known that it's not a good movie. Who's I watching like
1: this? I like it.
0: <sighs>
1: nah. I think a I'm lot more. Like I said, I think a lot more people, if given the opportunity to see this film, will would like it. That's Leah Thompson. Yeah.
0: First of all, Kim Cattrall. Does she have? If I am I wrong, or does she have one of the most? Is she one of the most overrated actresses when it comes to what her career is?
1: Oh, you mean as far as like a sex symbol?
0: As far as like just like what she's been in to be that well known of a name.
1: Yeah, completely overrated.
0: She's never. I mean, she's not an Oscar nominee or anything. She's which you don't have to be to be known, but I mean, she's what she's. She's not really done anything notable. I mean, we we know stuff she's been in, but nothing that would that that should warrant her being as well known as she is.
1: I think Sex in the City is what really made her famous.
0: That's well, I, I, I think, think that was her second guess, but she was still a name. You know, that was she was a name in the first place to get her onto the show.
1: Yeah, but I don't I, think I, mean, I don't think she really what became what she was until Sex well, in the well, City. Up until then, I, she was recognizable. Oh, I know her. She was in this.
0: Well, obviously, she's more famous now because of that than before, but I'm saying she was still a name. This is why they picked her in the first place. All, and all I'm saying is that even even Sarah Jessica Parker, who I can't stand, has been yeah. in more like notable films than Kim Cattrall. <laughs> yeah?
1: The, yes. The, 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 the major breast scene in the strip club is on right now. I'm leaving it just for the fact that I want to see if we get pulled. <laughs> good enough for me. Yeah. And we'll find out if it's soapy water or milk.
0: I feel the same way about Leah Thompson, too. I mean, I'm... I, Lit, yeah. I, 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 I Sometimes, I may sound a bit sexist here, but sometimes some of these actresses really coast on being good-looking and they get the roles because they are good-looking. And I'm not saying they're bad actresses, but the name recognition that some of them acquire really doesn't match their output, I don't think, at least to a certain extent. Some of them actually do use that and get into good... I'm making myself sound more and more sexist as I go, so I should probably stop.
1: (laughs) It, it it, it, It looks like soapy water to me. Um it does, well, if you put that much,
0: it, but it's not bubbling; it's not so. No, it's, it's not.
1: Boiling. It it almost looks like they had bubbles at one point, but the scene took too long to film.
0: <laughs> you put if you put that much milk in in like a, a, a canister that size and get it and slosh it around, it's going to look watery, especially if they're using skim.
1: It almost does. It almost has a bluish hue to it.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's why I assumed it was uh, milk. Why would you use skim
1: milk? Though? But anyway, Maybe um, it's cheaper. Yeah, it <laughs> But Leia Thompson. Maybe Or maybe they threw a bunch of milk in and then threw water in there.
0: My my favorite thing in IMDb's uh, trivia it says that supposedly there was a a sex scene with Leah Thompson, and according to her, this is what I love. It says according to her, they didn't use it because it was too sexy. Oh really? Well, of course she's gonna say that because they didn't put me in the film because I'm just too hot.
1: (laughs) Uh, I never, I never. Not that Leah Thompson isn't. Attractive. I just never, f- personally, never found her attractive.
0: You watch, watch that scene again where she's putting on her stockings and stuff. There's, yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, it was just on uh, about ten well, minutes ago, and it was okay. No, no, don't get me but, wrong. I what? don't. I I didn't say she wasn't attractive. I just said I never found her attractive.
0: Well, that's because she's not a redhead.
1: Let's not go there, please. <laughs>
0: All I'm saying is. Mm. I think a lot of these actors that get by in a pretty face. That's fine.
1: But it's but, but they it's, have it's to... that's been that way since the dawn but, of film.
0: It, well, still, so I can so I'm allowed to say it. And okay. if that's the case, then let's see some more sex scenes.
1: Yeah, I, I think a lot of actresses today show a lot more skin and actually yeah. do nudity than ever before. Where oh, yeah. it was like you would never see and I don't think Leia Thompson has ever done a nude scene. Where you've actually seen bare breasts, uh, you take that exact, uh, you know, that exact actress, whatever mold Leia Thompson was, you bring it out today. I guarantee you, that person has done a nude scene by now.
0: But they, now, when they do it, they tend to do it not for the cheapy, low-budget films, but for big-budget films. Yes, that they, that they actually feel are going to help their career or be Oscar. I, I think I think more than bare skin, but when they do it's like that whole Boobies song that uh uh what's his Sam uh McFarlane that McFarlane sang during the yes. Oscars uh it, but the more often that they do except with with rare acceptances like uh uh Halle Berry's horish, uh give a me monster's money to show ball. my breast no oh no no that was
1: swordfish swordfish
0: swordfish, swordfish. My monster's ball was like a real film she did it for art for for uh swordfish it was like yeah g- give me half a million and I'll show them
1: Right, and in Monster's they, Ball, she got paid almost nothing and won an Oscar.
0: Right, and I think you see more of the latter these days than you do the former. Because I think no, more right, actresses I, are afraid
1: right. of uh,
0: selling out, so to speak, but they are willing to bear more for their craft.
1: Yeah, I think... Um, I don't remember what actress said it, but she said, I will... Because I, someone asked her if she's ever going to do a nude scene, um, and she said, yeah, if it's the right movie. Basically, just you know, what you just said is, yeah. If it's art, and they feel that they'll be lo- the film will be looked upon in the right way, sure. Why not? I
0: I am much more flexible in that regard.
1: <laughs> I bet you are. Yes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna email you a little film I filmed last night. Hang on. I'm kidding. Ah. Ah ha ha ha. That's a funny.
1: Work in the chat room. He said that uh, they use one percent milk. I'm sure that they're just making that up. But <laughs> but thank you for your input. What did that come from? What?
0: Where did that fact come from? I'm it wondering. didn't.
1: They just said we were talking about different percentages of milk: whole milk, one percent, skim. Or or we said all that, and he was one like, percent. Dude, dude, if you
0: know your if you know your your uh, body bathing milk, that's skim milk. One one percent, my ass.
1: Yeah, it would be more white if it was one percent. It was definitely, yeah. it definitely had a bluish hue to it.
0: The blue, that right there—that's a telltale sign of. of uh,
1: Could still be milk. soap, but.
0: No, because it'd be it'd be soaping then. There'd be like lines on the glass on the end. There's no
1: there's no soapy residue. I think we should go into our own pockets and pay to get the film remastered in high def to find out.
0: I would rather pay a stripper to bathe in milk and tell you what the, <laughs> if it looks the same way.
1: <laughs> but that's I, not, not going to answer my question for the movie.
0: It, it'll answer it enough for me. Okay. I, I I think between those two options, I think the pro the, I think I might not not prostitute stripper because there's a difference. Did
1: no, you say stripper. prostitute?
0: I said it accidentally. Then I said no because there's a difference. It has to be a stripper.
1: Is that a Freudian and, slip?
0: Uh, I don't wear a slip. And <laughs> what I'm saying is between the two of them, the stripper. Debating the milk may not be as conclusive, but it's going to mm. cost a lot less, and we might get a free round of drinks involved as well. So, I mean, that's kind of thing. You could throw a party around that.
1: Drink the milk? So, did you just.
0: No. No. Get, get, get a round of drinks. You know, people oh, would oh, oh. oh. Yeah. I
1: guess. Get, I get are,
0: are, you, are you the guy that brought the milk? Yeah, here's the drinks on me. That's the kind of thing. We go, you become the milk guys. You're popular. They invite you back. <laughs> drink. drink. Next time you come, bring more milk. Yes. Okay. Cool.
1: Orc is uh, he's a little mad in the chat room. He said, "Ah, oh, no shit. I said it first, and then you jerk off started saying your milk percent." <laughs> <laughs> We're war, sorry. Who's <laughs> sorry? I said to skim milk. He's, he's full of shit. You're still wrong, Chris. Orc. I'm sorry, Orc. <laughs> Orc. Orc the Reckon.
0: Uh. uh is that uh, how you pronounce it? I think you pronounce it, Chris.
1: <laughs> yeah maybe anyway
0: anyway uh, Anyway. you have been listening to Movie Sucktastic episode number 111 where we reviewed the dismal Ridgemont uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont Hind rip off The Wildlife
1: mm. yes alright so I take it we're ending the show
0: yes next episode yes. we'll be viewing the Whoopi Goldberg Sam Elliott vehicle Fatal Beauty
1: oh god Fatal Beauty is that on Netflix streaming by any chance?
0: Don't know, but I have I have a copy of my personal collection, so I'm good.
1: I don't have a copy of it, so I'm gonna have to actually seek that one out. Let's see if it's on uh, YouTube. It was at
0: one point. At one point, it was movie. on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix now, but I know it was at one point.
1: It is the full film is not on on. Uh, Now, see, this is where you start
0: telling everybody where they can find the show.
1: Oh, that's right. You can go to (laughs) Moviesucktastic.com and you can download all of our episodes there. You can listen to all of them there if you don't want to download them. And you can watch the show live right from our website. Or you can go to Livestream.com forward slash Moviesucktastic and you can do it there as well. You can go to iTunes. You can download our shows there and give us reviews. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash moviesucktastic. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. And if you want to email us, you can at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Yeah.
0: And tune in next week for Fatal Beauty.
1: Fatal Beauty. It's so beautiful. bitch. <laughs> All right, everybody. Talk to you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.